Hey everybody, this is Steve. And uh, this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meet Batman, episode 28, Email. Alright, how, Andy, how have you been? I've been uh, doing pretty well, very powerful. How have you been doing, Steve? <laughs> Not bad. It's It's been a while since we've done a new episode. I've been traveling, and I actually got to see Andy in real life. Yes, not in uh, not in fake life. But in real, not, yeah, not, the internet is fake life, let's, let's it, yeah. face it. But we've never recorded a podcast together in real life. We're going no, to have to no, do, no. we're going to have to do that soon. But we're back, and we have gotten some emails, some um, entries into the contest. So what we're going to do this episode is read the emails, and they are good. <laughs> and, yes, they are, actually. <laughs> and um, and talk about the emails, answer the emails. And then next episode, which will hopefully be tomorrow, we will discuss the second part of the Mr. Freeze epic. Epic. Oh, my God. It's it, entitled Rats Like Cheese. And let me say this. That episode has nothing to do with cheese. But it has a lot to do with rats. <laughs> so the emails we have actually are... From all over the world today. Yeah, they are. Three yeah. different, maybe four different continents. I I don't know. Yeah, what, don't one know. is unknown. Yes. So what we're going to do, we're going to read the emails and I will play the national anthem <laughs> for the country. <laughs> just, you know, just because we're taking over, honestly. I mean, we say we're, we're big in the UK, right? That's yes. our Europe foundation there. We're going to spread out all of Europe Australia. We've got a fan in Australia. Maybe maybe just one fan, maybe two. I don't know. I like to think that one fan is Mel Gibson. <laughs> okay, then two fans, because Mel Gibson hasn't emailed us yet. That we know of. <laughs> and then we have another um, very great email from South America, from Chile. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really, uh, really cool. So um, let's start. I will read. This is a follow-up email to an email we got earlier from... Mr. Comer. He's emailed us a few times. He's he's a big fan. What can I say? He is. I like to think that might be Mel Gibson. <laughs> Mr. Comer says, guys, just listen to the new episode. Thanks for tackling my questions. If everyone doesn't remember, he emailed us with a lot of questions. Some hard-hitting questions, too. I have to they say were hard-hitting, but I think our answers were even more hard-hitting. <laughs> One of his questions was whether or not I was jealous that Andy's name appears almost twice in in the title steve and andy it's he was asked by jealous and um he recommended ampersand <laughs> he said thanks for tackling my questions i can't believe i suggested a simple ampersand to successfully resolve your ongoing titles problem and it is it is a problem now it's become it a is. big problem it has it's became a problem it really is as pointed people, out by <laughs> what's that people stop me on the street and say when are you guys going to solve the title problem <laughs> As pointed out by Andy, an ampersand would not affect the pronunciation of and. Upon hearing this, I felt both stupid and humiliated. It was pretty humiliating for everyone. It was. What a fool I had been. Fear not, I now have a solution. Are you ready for the solution? Yes. Steve, along with Andy, meets Batman. Hopefully we'll all be able to get some sleep now. Thank God, (laughs) because I've been staying up. Um, I should have opened with that. (laughs) <laughs> oh well but thank you mr comer that is a it's a good suggestion i don't know it, it doesn't 
flow as well. No, it doesn't. But it does solve the problem of having your name in the title almost <laughs> twice. So there you go. And if you remember, I think Mr. Comer's recommendation for a cat name was Comer. So he has entered the contest. So Yes. All right. So do you want to read the email we got from our friend in the UK? Oh, I should say that I don't know where Mr. Comer's from, so I don't know what the song uh, what song to play while I'm in the background there. I might not play one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Hmm, I don't know what song to play. What? I don't know. Okay. I'll just assume he's from Canada. Yeah. Okay. Right. Then All play. Right. Then play O Canada. All right. All right. You have an email from the UK. Yes, the UK. Uh, from Lewis. I'm not even going to try the last name. Cool. I, I don't know why I started trying. I said I wasn't going to try. You try. You 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 failed on that. Yes, I did. <laughs> Lewis is the first name. Okay. Hello, Steve and Andy. I like to, by the way, I like to think that his first name is Louie, and he's Louie the Lilac. Oh, my God. I didn't think of that. <laughs> Milton Burrell. Oh, my God. I thought he was dead. He's not. He's, al- he's alive and well and emailing us. So. Do you think he just lo- looks for podcasts dealing with his career? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, Mr. Television. And he looks for all those, and he goes... Batman. (laughs) Hello, Steve and Andy. After hearing the latest installment of your show, I couldn't hold back. I just had to enter the Name the Cat competition. My suggestion for the cat would be Cheshire or Chesha? Is that that how... I think so. Cheshire. He gave us a pronunciation. That would be like Cheshire. It would be a a dollar sign instead of the for that authentic British pronunciation. Think Michael Caine's delivery of never in Batman Begins. Never. I won't think of that. <laughs> Why Cheshire? Well, first, this email comes from you from the county of Cheshire in the UK. The love affair between the UK and your show is universally known. That's The universe knows that. Yes. It's not just yes. global. The universe. That's it true. is the universal thing. Uh, the level of fame you guys hold over here is unparalleled. I... That's not surprising. <laughs> I see it only fitting that your feline's name cements this transatlantic relationship. That's why my two cats, I've renamed them from Kitty and Shemp to uh, uh, Pippa and, um, and, 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 uh, and William. I don't know if they're the ones that got married or not. But <laughs> Secondly, there's a very well-known phrase in the English language, grinning like a Cheshire cat. This phrase is used to describe somebody who's extremely happy or fortunate. For instance, imagine I was lucky enough to fend off the hundreds of thousands of other entrants for this competition Mil- and win the- millions. Million, yeah, we millions, bil- billions. <laughs> everyone, billions. In, everyone in China entered. <laughs> and I'm not talking about pro wrestler. <laughs> oh my god! All right, <laughs> we got off, off track here. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, for instance, imagine I was lucky enough to fend off the hundreds of thousands of other entrants for this competition and win the signed picture and album. You may very well say, hey, look at Louie. He's grinning like a Cheshire cat, and rightly so. He was grinning when he wrote that, I bet. I can... He was. When we, when we did the Louie the Lilac episode, he, was he couldn't wash it off his face. <laughs> Finally, you and I both know that Americans tend to laugh up anything remotely British-sounding. That's Imagine true. What That's it true. is, yeah, I know. Imagine what a British-sounding pet cat would do for your social status. You'd be treated like royals whenever you hit the mall. 
forgive my ignorance here, but my only insight to America is 80s John Hughes movies. Can I say, I like how we capitalize the the M and Mall. Okay. Well, I guess he thinks that it, it's like, that's the name of a play, like all places. They're just called <laughs> The Mall. They don't have like names. It's just The Mall. I wish that it's were like true. A, it's like a, a chain of shopping complex across the country. <laughs> In addition... If you use this authentic pronunciation guide I provided earlier in this email, you guys are going to be beating the birds off with a stick. And then he has, uh, like, a footnote, birds, UK slang for girls. <laughs> I thought, I was scared. I'm glad he added that, because I thought... I know, I thought I he was... Like, actual birds, and I that would be terrifying. I believe, I believe you guys may both already be in happy monogamous relationships. Hey, that's great. But don't... <laughs> But don't underestimate the effect of newfound female attention on your partner's desire to keep you. Name your cat Chesha. Ke- Kesha. <laughs> Kesha, is it? <laughs> and it'll be the gift that keeps on giving. Keep up with the great work with the show. Take care, Lewis. The only problem that I would have with naming the cat uh, Chesha or Kesha is that it would be brushing its teeth with the gin every morning. <laughs> I do that already, so... I know you do it. <laughs> that, that is a problem. The, the birds thing is kind of terrifying. Um, so that's another problem. Otherwise, it's a good name. It's, it is true that we are extremely popular in the UK. Yes. It's, every, everybody knows that. Uh, it, Lewis, is. it is. Lewis Lewis that. And it is also true that, for whatever reason, the ladies love all things british i don't know why i well, proper pro- proper pronunciation with british things that's i i that's part of it i guess i i don't know so that it's it's not a bad name i it, it's a contender i can say yes yes it, it's not it's not rocky it's more of like a, a, a spider the guy that he boxed at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> it's a contender it's it may not be the champ but it's a contender it could be a contender it could yes yes so thank you, Lewis, for the email. What, it was a good email. I, I enjoyed yeah. reading that. Yeah. That was an enjoy... That's that's the kind of email that I enjoy. I, I mean, I enjoy reading all... Who am I kidding? <laughs> really, right? But that, but anything. I, I enjoy reading anything. All that's emails. that's what I call a top flight email, though. That's a good email. That is. So thank you, Lewis. Continue listening, and we will continue doing the show. As long as Lewis listens, we'll do the show. That's... But the minute he sends us an email saying, I'm no longer listening, it's over. We're quitting. <laughs> so, all right. Our next email comes to us from Daria from Australia. The, the not, third... not the cartoon character. Not the cartoon <laughs> Maybe. Character. The, I don't know. Oh, that's true. The, this is the third continent so far, by the way. God, you're right, yeah. Daria says, hi, chaps. So <laughs> glad your show is back. You restarted just in time right when I was running out of your early episodes to listen to. It's great fun, but makes me all the more frustrated that Batman is it on DVD. I like how it's all caps. <laughs> I know, she wanted to emphasize that Batman wasn't on DVD. Oh well. I can always follow the stories with you two in the meanwhile. Take care, Daria. P.S. I've always liked Zod as a cat name. <laughs> P.P.S. Frank Sinatra was going to be the Joker? Really? That's the word on the street. <laughs> I think it was true. Frank Sinatra wanted to play the Joker, but did not work out, obviously. But it's interesting. Frank Sinatra was in a movie called The Joker is Wild, which is also the name of the 
first episode of Batman that the Joker appears in. The Joker's that's, Wild. Wow, wow, that's that's the and uh, and and now nah, forget that. <laughs> I don't think that's a coincidence. I don't either. I don't either. So well, wasn't Sammy Davis Jr. going to be uh, uh, Mr. Freeze? <laughs> I thought he was going to be. He's going to be Robin. <laughs> so Daria, thanks for the email. She also I responded to her email. She sent me a follow up. I asked. Um. I let's see. I told her that you know she she could watch Batman on the Hub, but she said she's not in the U.S. She's in Australia. The show pops up now and again on Graveyard Shift TV or occasionally on pay TV. I guess that means pay per view. I maybe cable. I don't know. That made me drop something I was holding. The thought of <laughs> the thought of Batman on pay per view. The movie gets trotted out a lot. Are you guys going to cover that too? So, of course, most people's memories are of the shark repellent and Batman's inability to get rid of bombs. I know that it's trendy among some people to slag the series off for stuff like that. But to my eye, and I think y'all have brought this up on on the cast as well, it's probably the most accurate and faithful adaption of a given era of Batman we've had. And you're right, without William Dozer in the mix, we'd have no Christopher Nolan, no Frank Miller, no Tim Burton to have their praises sung. Oh, I'd I wish Tim Burton would go away. <laughs> Damn you, William Dozer. <laughs> oh, and she adds, by the way, I'm glad you played the interview with Jim. I'm probably going to get a copy of his book now. You won't yeah. regret it. We, I still, I, I still have been meaning to do my own personal review of Jim Beard's book, but that will come soon. <laughs> So that's that was the email from Daria in Australia. She is upset that the show is not on DVD. I don't think the show will ever be on DVD, actually. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. So the the main reason, I guess, I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but it's, it's probably never going to come out on DVD because of copyright issues, right? Yeah, rights, rights issues, yeah, because uh, Warner Brothers owns the characters, but it was a 20th Century Fox show, so there's some sort of rights issues involving the two companies. So it's unlikely that the show, as, as sad as that is, because it could be a really cool DVD, it's, you know, but it's unlikely the show will ever come out on DVD, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm sorry, Darby. But I mean, you can, but you can find the episodes everywhere, really, if you look hard enough. Yeah, they're on, they're on YouTube, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if, if you really want to enjoy the episodes, you can just follow along with us, and I mean, yeah. that's, that's where, I mean, they're much better this way, right? Or call your cable operator and demand that they are placed on (laughs) pay-per-view. So thank you, Daria. Another top-notch email there. I really really like that. Good emails. I did too. Third continent, Australia. I mean, it's a good country, right? And it's a country and a continent. Yes, I know. It's a a country continent. (laughs) I am, by the way, I am naming Daria officially our ambassador in Australia. Oh, really? By the end of the year, I want 10 million Australians listening to Steve and Andy. Oh, it could happen. And okay, you took the job away from Nicole Kidman. That's the <laughs> She never emailed, so I had to give it no. to Daria. So, thank Daria. That's a big responsibility, and we're going to need regular... You need to check in regularly with uh, <laughs> your status... Yeah. You know what's going to happen? You're going to receive an email from Harry Comer revealing himself to be Russell Crowe. Oh, my God. (laughs) Or Yahoo Serious. 
All right, Daria, thanks for the email. Keep listening. Leave an iTunes review if you haven't. We like to get iTunes reviews. Yeah, we get way more letters than iTunes reviews. Kind of very weird. Oh, by the way, cat named Zod. I, I like it, actually. Yes. <clears throat> you would always have to kneel on board, though. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the, the only problem. problem. <laughs> Thank you, Daria. And now, Andy, you have one final email. Yes, from uh, Felipe? I think Felipe is the name, yes. Yeah. All right. Steve and Andy. My name is Felipe. I'm Chilean, a winemaker, also a musician. I'm married with no children yet. One dog, Ringo. I like to think it's Ringo's dog. <laughs> he just puts a doll collar on. <laughs> My wife and I recently moved 250 kilometers south of Santiago, the capital city, to Culchaga? Cool, uh, Culchaga Valley, I think. I, I don't know. I, think I don't know either. Good Colchaca Valley, where most of the good wineries are. Okay, the question must be, how the hell? That's what I said when I first read this, how the Yeah, hell? me too. <laughs> how the hell? Okay, I stumbled upon your podcast when I was surfing, trying to find something about the Beatles and some Jerry Seinfeld podcast. That's what I love, the Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> podcast. How come it went to yours? I don't know. iTunes, come on. But should we tell them right now why it went straight to us? Yes, um... So, Felipe, the reason it went to us is we started this podcast as Steve and Andy meet Seinfeld, and we did two episodes and stopped because it just wasn't working. I mean, yeah. <laughs> those episodes are now lost, or I would, I'd give them to you. So, but lost to the ether. I left the tag uh, Seinfeld and Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld. So, it, iTunes really succeeded there. It was it was my tagging that has failed. I don't wonder how many people are like Felipe looking for a podcast of Seinfeld, downloading ours, and then being horribly disappointed. <laughs> or thinking we are talking about Seinfeld. It's like, I don't remember that particular episode of Seinfeld. Do you remember the episode where uh, George was in prison and he broke out by creating a giant spring? You remember that yeah, one? Isn't that the beginning of the contest? <laughs> Alright, so that's Felipe, that is how you came across our podcast, I think. The mystery well, is solved. Mystery yes. solved. We was looking for Seinfeld, but he got dazzled by the cartoon of uh, you guys and Batman. I thought it was something like stand-up comedy, and I went for it. It kind of is like stand-up It is, yeah. Subsequently, I started to listen to you guys, and in short run, I had a blast. During a harvest from March to May, more or less, while my wife and my whole family was still in Santiago, I had to live in the winery's hotel. Pretty fancy, but with no TV or whatsoever. So I just dedicated my spare time at night to play around with my iPhone, and that's how I got to listen. I'm sorry, that's how I got more episodes of Stephen and Amy Batman. Nowadays, I listen to you guys on my way back home in a 30 to 40 minute drive. I like to think that his drive home is only like 10 minutes, but he like he like makes it last. <laughs> he drives around the block just to get the end. We can, yeah. I mean, that's how he gets his daily doses. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he said. I, that's how... That's my daily dose. My dose. Exactly. I grew up in the mid to late 80s, so I'm familiar with the 60s reruns of the series. And even being a kid at the time, I remember being quite amazed by the theatrical performances, the handcraft visual effects, and the awkwardness of the dynamic duo trying to be supernatural heroes with tons of confidence, but no actual superpowers. A lot of nostalgia that is also attached at the fact that I love the 60s and 70s in terms of music, fashion, etc., I like the podcast mainly because, Steve, you are such a good storyteller, 
and Andy, your witty side-like comments are great, funny, sarcastic, hilarious. Well, thank you. Let me tell you that this is good when you take breaks from the episode to read the emails. Oh, that's what we're doing right now. Yep. Make phone calls. Comment oh. about... <laughs> we haven't made a phone call. Why? <laughs> Make phone call. Comment about movies or other stuff. That's really cool. I appreciate as well how serious you take the podcast since the listeners can notice that you are well informed before recording. One of the things that what I like to hear is about the costumes. What do you think about it? And about the obvious progression in time towards or not the comics or movies aesthetics. Anyway, the best part of this is that the main incentive of what you are doing, doing, yeah. are doing uh, is friendship under the same likes, hobbies, interests, etc. When distance is an issue for others, you guys is not even an excuse to stop making this happen, and that's really cool. Keep on working. Cheers, Felipe. Yes, sorry about the English. That's okay. I don't think his English is bad. I, I no, I don't, I don't either. I mean, I'm terrible. <laughs> like Chris, so I think it's quite well. Uh, P.S. And this I, this also always bothers me too. <laughs> While broadcasting through Skype, you guys should test the audio first. Most of the time, Andy saturates the speakers or the treble or high tones on EQ are set too high. Yeah, I know it bothers me too. I don't, I, know. I don't know how to fix it. I'll try. Yeah, Thank I don't you. Know how to fix it either. I will try, Felipe, for you. He also leaves a uh, video of his band. Um, he left a YouTube video. I will post the YouTube video on our on our um, on our blog. It's actually a. It's, I like it. I I really do like it. It. it um, the band name is Montgomery, and the song is Orphelia. I think is how you say that. Or yeah. or the or the band yeah. name might be Orphelia and. The, I'm not sure, but it is a good song, and and it's quite a good video. It is a good video. It's interesting, yeah. It's so very thank, it's very professional. Much more so than our show. It is actually. So thank you, Felipe, the Chilean musician and winemaker. Who'd have thought that we would have a Chilean listener? <laughs> yes. I, I know that's actually the first time I actually go. Wow, we have listeners from all over the world, <laughs> even though we always get British ones. Yeah. This was like I said, this was the first one where I go, wow, that's kind of cool. So Felipe, I am I am um promoting you. I don't know how to say I am establishing you as the Chilean ambassador for Steve and Andy. I, I at least you can get your wife and and Ringo to listen to the podcast. I don't know. Exactly. And you know what what I say about damn time we get a representative from Chile. <laughs> I've, I and we might have to start a Spanish language version of the podcast. So it'd be it'd be rough going for me. <laughs> and that. me, I can't speak Spanish. Um, so thank you, Felipe. This is a, a another top notch email. We we just keep getting. Oh, I know. Felipe, what's we that? are rich. We are rich in emails. The podcast pays nothing, but the emails are worth more than gold. <laughs> That's true. So. I, Felipe did not suggest a cat name, so he still has to enter the contest. Although I, I maybe Ringo is a suggestion. That's a pretty good name. Yeah, or I could see him maybe a uh, like John or Paul. Or San, Santiago. Yes. So Felipe says um, he likes to hear about the costumes. What do, so? What do you think about the costumes um, in the show? Okay. I guess let's. What do you think about the costumes in the 1960s show compared to the costumes? in the later um, iterations of, of Batman, like the Tim Burton movies and Schumacher movies and the, the more recent movies. What do you think of these costumes compared to that? 
Uh, well, I know, like, um, in the past, we've talked about the Riddler's costume with the suit. Yeah. Because that was the first time the suit was ever shown. He always, in the comic books, he always wore the singlet sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, Frank Gorshin didn't like wearing that. So uh, that's like a, actually, because I was thinking about that, that's kind of, and he didn't like wearing the domino mask. I don't think the Riddler wears the domino mask anymore in the comic books, if I recall. So uh, that's actually like a pretty big impact that the costumes had on Batman in general, because they kind of changed how a certain character looked, because he's, like, Frank Gorshin is so iconically connected to the Riddler that... Yeah, you know, more so than the actual comic book Riddler. He's yeah. more iconic than that. So. And that's all, you know, his performance in the, the costume. So I think that's pretty cool. Um, and when it comes to the comparing to the movie, I mean, they're so drastically different. Um, that, uh, I mean, you can kind of, I mean, it's kind of hard to compare them. Um, I do think that the shorts that Adam West Batman wears are funny because they're shiny. But other than that, that's the only part that I think's kind of. Other than that, I think his costume's actually pretty good. For I time. like, yeah, the costume's great. It's. it's I think my, everyone. What's Mr. that? Freeze's costume's pretty poor. Well, and the, the, yeah, in the early ones, but I, you mentioned the Riddler and how his appearance on the show changed the comic books. I think a similar thing happened to Mister Freeze, right? Before he was kind of, if I recall correctly, he was always in a sort of a business suit, but then. Not necessarily this iteration of Mr. Freeze, or the one we're yeah. talking about in the next episode, but the later iterations of him on the show um, inspired his look in the comics. Yeah. So yeah. they gave him more of a freeze suit, which looks a lot better on TV. So I think, and, and I mean, I guess a lot of people don't appreciate the impact that this show had on Batman mythology and well, comics the, like, and everything, yeah. Even the Catwoman costume is, uh, <clears throat> like, in the earlier incarnations of Catwoman in comic books, she usually wore, like, like a dress. Yeah. So wearing this kind of, like, sleek bodysuit kind of changed the way that she looks as well. I mean... My favorite costume from the show, though, is Batgirl, the Batgirl costume. I think it, yeah. it really is, like, the 60s vibe in it like her hair yeah. hanging out and I, I just think it's a very good costume yeah it is so that is that is a very excellent costume. <laughs> alfred's costume also good classic yes fantastic actually <laughs> so uh, felipe also mentions that he gus's, gus's costume out of the school <laughs> he also mentions that he likes it when we take breaks from the episode to read emails we're doing now and to make phone calls i think we should call Felipe next, is I, what I think God. should happen. We might have to. That'd be an inter should, interesting phone call. We should set that up. I, I, I don't know. See what we can do. But we've done one phone call in the past, and it was with Paul. And I don't know if Paul's still listening to the show. I have no idea. I like to think that Paul is Felipe. Well, I guess with Paul and Jim Beard, but I don't count Jim Beard as a phone call. Because that was an interview. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that was on the telephone. <laughs> So thank you, Felipe, for the very... Actually, the Jim Beard wasn't on the telephone, if I remember correctly. He just, like, beamed his answers straight to us. To our to our minds, yes. That's yeah. not that. <laughs> thank you, Felipe, for the email. It was a fantastic email. We love to hear from our fans from all around the world. You don't have to be shy. Felipe, he's not shy. He's a musician, yeah. a winemaker. we got to find out what kind of wine he makes. I should buy some to support... I don't know if I could buy it here. I don't know. It's for Felipe. <laughs> I like to think that we probably can. We can go into any local liquor store and go, give me Felipe. 
No, no, exactly. <laughs> so, yes, thanks again, Felipe, and also thanks to everyone who sent in an email and entered the contest. Um, we've got some good entries. I think it's yes. gonna be it's gonna be hard to decide. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Okay, speaking of the contest, we have an end date, and that day is Monday, September fifth, two thousand eleven. I mean, that would be. I guess I had to give the year just to be. Sure. So they're like, it's not in 2012, right? Yeah, it's not. <laughs> that would be uh, that would drag on way too long. People would start to get to get antsy. We, we literally would have like hundreds of uh, suggestions in at that time. <laughs> yeah, we can't we can't handle that. We already have thousands thousands right now. So so yes, September 5th. Enter by then, and you will be in the contest. I guess a, like a week or so after that, we'll announce the winners. Um, on our last episode, we said the first place prize will be a picture of our cats signed. The I guess we should explain what the contest is. If people were just now jumping in, they'd be confused. <laughs> the contest is I am getting a cat, and you need to name the cat. And that's all. That's that's the contest. Just you could say a one word email. That's yeah, all. really. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> so. The first place prize is a picture of Andy's cats and my cats signed by the cat themselves. Very rare. And also a very cool Batman record, a Christmas record. And uh, very cool. Very, It's a very cool record. It's, it's, got, it's got Superman stuff on it too, right? Yeah, and, and a Wonder Woman story. It's from uh, the legendary Peter Pan Records, which I think was... Uh... The second label that the Beatles started after Apple. So if you want a new family tradition, sit around with your family and listen to the story of Batman at Christmas. This you you need to enter this contest. Yeah. yeah. And, and 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 we're not being kind of like biased to one faith. I mean, you can be Jewish and sit around and listen to it. You can. Yeah, that's true. I mean, any, yeah. any religion, and you can sit around whatever you believe. Sit around, listen to Batman <laughs> saving uh, Santa Claus. You can put in your own deity. Festivus, if you if you yeah. want to celebrate Festivus, saving Frank Costanza, <laughs> um, and I get, and now saving Yoda, <laughs> all the Jedi. Uh. So that's the first place prize, and on this episode we are going to announce the second place prize, which is it's not exactly Batman themed, I should warn you, but it is still pretty cool. It is the issue of Justice League Annual, where. The Justice League moves to Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> Which is, uh, that's one of my favorite issues of the Justice League of America. It is a great issue. It's, it, I guess Batman's in it a little bit. Yeah, but, he's in it, yeah. But he technically it, was a member of JLA Detroit. So, so you can have that episode, or that issue that, for yourself. I like yourself. to call that an episode. <laughs> you can have that issue for yourself if you win second place. If you win first place and you don't want the record, you can you, you can swap around prizes. Yeah. <laughs> and you want the comic instead, that's fine. And also, we're going to do something very special for anyone who just enters the contest. We are going to record a special episode. We're not going to put it up on the podcast feed. And we're going to distribute it only to people who have entered the contest. And so you can listen to it and know that you're one of a select few who ever get to listen to that episode. It will be, we're going to review a comic book like we have with World's Finest. We haven't decided on the comic yet, but. It might be a, a Justice League Detroit issue, possibly. <laughs> It'll maybe be the one where maybe the one where Vibe gets killed. I don't know. <laughs> It'll be good. So that's yours. If you just enter, you get that. So, I mean, 
There's no reason that's, not that's to worth entering just for that. <laughs> so, uh, and the next episode, we're going to get back to the Mr. Freeze saga and the second and That's part really of what it is. This is kind of like the Deathly Hollows part one, part two with the Mr. Freeze <laughs> episode. It really is. It has that feeling. This is Rats Like Cheese part one. Exactly. And, um... Mr. Freeze is a lot like uh, Voldemort, right? He's the villain in Harry Potter, right? <laughs> yeah. the Harry Potter fan, really, but... So the... Yes, the next episode we will get back to that, and we will announce what the third place prize will be. So stay tuned for that. So we're going, we're going backwards. Like normally, it'd be like I know. I thought second, and then we're going to reveal the big prize. Now we're like we've revealed the big prize first. It's all downhill from there. Yeah. Yes, that was a mistake. I had to, I have to say we should have we should have counted down in retrospect. But but that's but that's not like the like the the poo one. Justice League Detroit. No, I mean that's it's it's a very great prize. That is. That actually that's an awesome issue. All right. Thank you, Louis or Lewis, uh, Mr. Comer, Daria, and Felipe for sending us emails. If you want to send us an email and enter the contest, send us an email to Steve and Andy at gmail.com. You can check out back issue <laughs> back issue. You can check I like out all these issues. You can check out episodes. The back episodes of Steve and Andy that aren't on iTunes, we can only have 20 episodes up on iTunes at a time, but they're all, they all can be found at steveandandy at blogspot.com. And there's also cool stuff there. We'll have a picture of our prizes up and, you know, I, so you can see what you might win, I guess, if you need that. And also all the back episodes. more visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all the back episodes are up there, too. There's other fun stuff from time to time, so check that out. Leave us a review on iTunes. It helps people find the show, and it's always good when people find the show. Yes. Like Felipe. He was, if you're, you know, he's looking for Jerry Seinfeld, he finds this. Which is basically the same thing. We are planning on eventually... What's the deal with Batman? <laughs> we're planning on eventually doing, like, a Seinfeld retro- retrospective, because we're both big Seinfeld fans. So. Yes. Stay tuned for that if you're interested. And all right, any closing comments, Andy? Uh, no, that was that was a good episode. That was a good episode. I, it's good to do these once in a while because you know yes. we get emails, they accumulate. We try to read them on the show, but it's good to do just a compact emails episode here. Yes. So thanks again, everyone, and Andy. I will talk to you later. I will talk to you later. See you.